Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Good morning, Jeffy. How is your morning going? It's going really well, Ed Billings. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) We've got we've got a a really interesting in our in our minds episode, but we think an important one, and it's going to be yeah. part of a bigger series down the line. And we're really going to be diving into the concept of digital wellness and talking about some of those concepts and how to how to eliminate distractions. Um, yes. Excited for that. I am. And it's and it's interesting because I was looking over our show notes and I do a lot of this already. And I think I do it because I don't really like the distraction. So it's kind of neat that we're both walking this journey in different ways because I'm sure everybody's walking it in a different way. But um, it's hard for me to get work done when my phone is constantly bing-bonging me or there's notifications popping up. Um, it's It's a lot. So it is a lot and it's something that I think people are becoming more aware of. And it's funny because I am taking some training in this area, some coursework Mm -hmm. and making these changes. And I'm already seeing huge productivity enhancements and just kind of settling things down. Right. Um, But I find it very interesting because I'll hear these concepts and I'll be like, Hey, Jeffy, I just learned this. And she goes, I've been doing that for years. You know, so you're you're (laughs) like... You're like way ahead. You're like way out in the <laughs> tail of that area doing those things. Uh, but we can all learn um, learn some of the science of what's going on and how to do it even better. Yes. So so that's that's why it matters is that you know you really need to you know have strategies to promote that digital awareness and and or your productivity will suffer. Right. You have a really cool quote that I want you to share. Yeah, thanks Thanks for reminding me on that. So, Milhai Chicheskahai, who we've talked about before, he's a psychologist. Ooh, every time he yeah. says his name, I'm like, can I say that name? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love saying that name just to like throw down. But, you know, know. He's, he's the grandfather of flow psychology and, uh, you know, pretty renowned psychologist. But he said, attention is our most important tool in the task of improving the quality of experience. So it's all about your int- attention. And um, there's a war going on for that, uh, for our attention right now. Absolutely. We're the commodity. That's right. So we're going to yeah. hit some, some key points here and some Good. ways to get, to win that war. Good. And you're going to start with digital tools. That's right. So um, again, a little bit more on background. The, the digital tools that we use now, so all the apps, you know, everything that's on our computers and phones, they're deliberately designed to distract us. That's a design feature um, because they make money off of grabbing our attention. Yeah. And they want to pull you into that. So, you know, all those apps are are trying to win the war to say, hey, look at me. And when we get that look at me little positive reinforcement, hey, you've got a like, hey, somebody needs to hear from you. Hey, whatever it is, that that notification or, you know, when things are changing movement, 
it makes you feel good. And you, you get literally a, a hit of dopamine, which is like the feel-good hormone that says, ooh, I feel good, right? Right. And it's highly addictive. Mm-hmm. And it's so, you know, the key point here is it's designed to do that. Right. You know, this is this just made me think of something I was I was pondering the other day why I started doing all this so long ago. And I think it's because I really felt like someone was sitting in my living room with me when I was having my own private space and time. And I was constantly being pulled to someone who's not even in my state or in my sphere or anything. I was being pulled out of my current mindset. And it is, I didn't like it. And it was all, it's to the point where I think I overcorrected a little bit just between you, me, and every listener that's listening (laughs) because I turned everything off. I mean, I don't even, I, my phone doesn't ring. Yeah. Well, actually, we're going to talk about those strategies. Yeah. Actually, that's yeah, a yeah, that, yeah. but that's a good thing because it's literally, and I think that's why you, you know, that's why you get so much work done in, in a short period of time, is mm-hmm. you've recaptured your attention. Because if you're working along, it would be like if you were if you were in the library, yeah, and you were working along, and then every five minutes somebody was tapping on your shoulder saying, "Hey, excuse me, I got a question." It breaks your concentration. Yep. And it it will take you, scientifically, they say it takes about 12 to 15 minutes to get back to that state that you were in just by having somebody literally tapping on your shoulder. Right. And so, so it's, it's a, it's a huge issue. And that's, if you, so if you're looking for productivity, you know, and there's, there's things we do where the systems are designed to distract us. And then there's the distractions we seek. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later. So, right. Yeah. So you can't, we wrote this, you can't fight the war for your attention passively. And although I don't like the word war, but you can't, you have to be an active participant in changing these patterns. And this is really cool because you, Ed, are learning all these great things right now. And I've, I've done a lot of these things, but not maybe not as well as I could, but I've because I did a knee jerk reaction of just getting it out of my face. Mm-hmm. But deleting your your uh, notifications that's a big one. Yeah. So again, on this, um, as you said so well, you know, you to carry on with that war analogy, right? It's like you can't mm-hmm. fight it passively, and the default settings on all your apps. Provide you no defense, right? So, right. so, so the first step, if you want like real action items on how to start to take control, step one would be delete all your notifications, and that's yeah. that takes some guts. Um, yeah, I literally in this training, I went through and did that. As I said, okay, on all my apps, the default is, hey, we want it. We, you know, we're going to notify you. Oh, you got a Venmo? Somebody Venmo me. Boom, it comes up. Oh, somebody mm-hmm. liked. What you said, boom, it comes up. And so I went through on the app levels and turned mm-hmm. off all the settings for notifications. Yes. And did the same on on my MacBook, right? So that's step one. You go which through is, and which is big. super important. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you were doing this process and um it's not easy. Like it takes time and things slip through and then you go, wait a minute, I thought I stopped that notification. So this is a, this is a process. It's not a five minute deal. You need 
to set some time aside to do this. But for someone who has just done the notification thing, were you worried that you were going to miss a client call? Were you? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you have a, you have a system in place to, to handle that. And be, and I want to, and after you tell us what your system is, I'm going to tell you what mine is. Yeah. So for that, I set a schedule for checking my email texts and calls. And part mm-hmm. of this is like anything that has an inbox in it on the app level. So on the phone, I put on a dedicated, the last page of my apps is is all the things that have an inbox. And so at 10, 2, and 6, yeah. So one, it's not, it's not at, it's staring you in the face. There's no red dot saying you received something. Mm -hmm. And then at your designated time, you go through and you check those inboxes. It's a very different experience. It is. And you have three times a day do that. I'm doing that right now at 10, 2, and 6. And I've let Beth know that's my schedule, my assistant. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if she gets alerted to something, she can call, you know, she can get a hold of me if there's something that's pants on fire and I need to respond to it. But 10, 2, and 6. And I find emails, people give you a lot of grace. There's not an immediate um, Mm -hmm. response element there. The texts, you know, that we'll talk a little bit later about the, the next step. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. We get a lot of questions about why we do this, and I want to say that we love it. We sharpen our skills, we get to have fun, and we get to interact with all of you. So thank you for that. Thanks so much. And we do have one favor to ask. If you know anyone that's thinking about buying or selling in the U.S. or Canada, let us know. We have an amazing network of vetted agents that are so good at what they do. And what better gift can you give that person than somebody that's best of breed? Enjoy the rest of the show. But tell me about your system and how you do it. So when I first originally started this, I did have a a timer on my phone because it was new to me. So I didn't want to not check things. But now, and I don't have, mine are still on my front page of my phone. But I don't think I look at my phone as much as most people do because I wear a watch for time. So I'm not checking, I'm not checking my phone for the time. So that's a, that's a big one too, that I think that if you will wear a watch and you're into that, it, then you don't have that knee jerk. Oh, something's here. Something's there. And then you get lost in that shuffle. And I own an eye watch. I don't use it. I, I, I think I used it for two weeks, which is really sad because they're expensive and Sorry, Cody, now that you're hearing this. <laughs> he knows but I, have, I know. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, you're right. He does. But um, I just would have a Fitbit watch that I that I wear. And super simple. It's got the time on it. That's all I need to know. But in the beginning I had the alarms. Now I just when I complete a project, I check my phones. So I get into my flow state of doing whatever I'm doing, and then I stop and I do that. Now, I will tell you. <laughs> The same thing that you have Beth doing, Raquel does for me as well. So Raquel will check all my texts and voicemails and emails. And if there is something that's uber important, like a, you know, a referral or a lead or you know, an escrow is having an issue, she cals me and sh- her phone, she's in my favorites, my phone will ring. 
Right. So we have a backup plan because I think where people get nervous about doing this and especially in our fast paced career is they're so afraid that they're going to miss something. So I know we haven't talked about this. I might be putting you on the spot. What if someone doesn't have an assistant? Would you advise them to check hourly? Would you have a different not a 10, 2, and 6 plan maybe every 50 minutes or every hour and a half? What What do you think would be... And again, I'm sorry, everybody, I'm putting it on the spot. No, that's fine. Well, you know, with the training I'm taking, they would say no. You know, like you, right. need, you need, most things are not as urgent as you think they're going to be. And they may mm-hmm. be important, but they're not going to be urgent. And letting people know, I mean, the way to, one way to combat that is in your voicemail, if it's actually a call saying, I check at 10, 2, and, and 6, right? And that's it, yep. Mm-hmm. And we'll get back to you. I mean, you, and you also have to like, let your clients know and people around you in order to better serve you and be able to do the deep work. That's the core of my business. This is the schedule I'm on. Right. Because if I'm constantly checking your phone, you're never going to get into flow to get the deep work done to better serve your clients. Yeah. Um, You can tell yourself the story that you will, but you won't be able to, because you're constantly going to be breaking your attention. And right. you're so productive because you've been doing this for a while and, and you can get mm-hmm. that deep work done. Right. Um, and we're going to dive, you know, in other episodes more into this, into this, but that's, that would be my opinion on that being put on the spot. Okay. I think you just have yeah. to let people know and communicate that out as quickly as you can. Yeah. So this is, and another layer to that is when I go on my initial appointments with my my new clients, I always say, Hey, if you reach out to me and I do not respond, it's because I'm in an appointment. So just like I'm in an appointment with you, I would never look at my phone while I was in an appointment because I want to give you all of my attention. So if you lay that out from the very beginning, it, it works really well. I think. Well, and the other thing I would say is that because we work by referral, if we're really doing a good job of educating our clients on that, they're going to say, hey, yeah. send it to Jeffy. Um, she's not going to get back to you right away because this is why. I mean, they kind of preset that. And if, right. And so these are, I think there's ways to uh, combat that and, and mm-hmm. scoop up 95%. Hey, could you miss an opportunity? Yeah, you probably could. Like if you go on vacation, you miss an opportunity. Things slip, but the greater mm-hmm. good will come out of it. Right. So this kind of leads us into finding your biggest weakness. Yeah. And I want to talk. And about now that I get one. to put you on the spot <laughs> again. Yeah. So absolutely. So we've been talking a lot about the uh, external things that come and tap us on the shoulder. But now let's talk about the elephant in the room, which, which is the distractions we seek because we're getting that, that dopamine hit and that interest. And we're, Hey, things are a little hard. I'm going to go here and and bring myself up and do this. And then next thing you know, a lot of time's gone by and you're not as productive and you've broken that concentration. So what you want to do here is have an honest conversation with yourself and know where you're wasting your time. And your phone will tell you that. Honest. Honest. Keyword honest. And you'll get that (laughs) feedback by, you'll say, hey, this is where you've been spending your time. So for me, for a lot of people, social media, that's not what it was for me. I really don't Mm -hmm. check social media that much. The big one for me were news feeds. I, if I was in a, like, I want to get distracted, you know, I, I, I would go and I'd look at the Apple news feed and now I'm in this scroll thing about all these headlines that are sedacious 
and I'm getting you know thrown down that rabbit hole, and I could look up and yeah. see 45 minutes has gone by, right? That yeah. was my crap. And your brain, and not only 45 minutes has gone by, but your brain is going to, for the next three hours, be processing all the crap you just put into it. That's right, and that's called cognitive load. There's only so much you can handle, and you mm-hmm. just filled it up with garbage rather than the work that you could do because it feels good because the, the tool that you're looking at is designed to, to you know, make you feel, oh, I'm excited, right? Right. So what I did as part of this is I said, okay, this is my weakness. This is my kryptonite. <laughs> I took all the news apps off my phone, deleted them, boom, gone. This is a really big deal for Ed, everybody, because this is a definite addiction. Hi, my name's Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yeah, Ed. but okay, so you took them all off. <laughs> yeah, no, I took I them all did. off because I said... <laughs> Because I said, this is the thing I need to delete. So, boom, blew them all away. Made a commitment. No cable news, anything like that. Nothing to check during the day, okay? And then what I did is I, I said, okay, so I've eliminated this. Now, what am I, What? Can, but I want to stay aware and be newsworthy and be able, you know, I'm interested in that stuff. And I went, well, wait a second. I get the Sunday New York Times but I've never been reading it because I've read all those stories already right. throughout the week. So I said, I'm going back old school. I'm going to get the Sunday New York Times on Sunday, have my coffee in the morning on Sunday, and go through the paper mm-hmm. and read the deeper analysis and get current on what's been going on. Right. And I've done that. Completely different experience. Yeah. It's you're in control. You don't have someone sitting in your living room with you while you're scrolling through your phone. Yeah, I can lead, read the headlines yeah. and go like, yeah. And then, you know, if I want to go deep, I, I can go deep. And now I'm reading and right. I'm thinking. And it's not images coming at me and different things. And because I've clicked on this, they're bringing me the next story up. Mm-hmm. All that's gone. It has made a huge, huge difference for me. I love this. This is, this is so cool. We, and, and it could be social media for somebody. It could be, you know, who knows what it is. It could be Pinterest. WhatsApp. It could it be could, Pinterest. Yeah. It could be anything. It could be anything. Right? So, so kind of dig deep on yourself and, and like, what is it? What do you think it is for you? Right. Uh, I love donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. I love gardening and donkeys and cooking. So that's what it is. So if I get into like in my brain, I'm like, Ooh, how can I make my soil better? And I'm like Googling all these things. And then that takes me into rabbit holes. That is my, that's my kryptonite. Like, cause I'm always seeking more information about stuff like that, (laughs) but it's not a particular app. It's, it's my brain. And I'm not really sure how to put that on pause. So when we figure that out, I'll let you know. We'll come back to that one. Okay, good. I th- yeah. So I to wrap this up, you and I had an incredible conversation yesterday with a gentleman by the name of Royce Branning. And he right. owns a company. He's the founder of ClearSpace. It's so t- timely for us, right? And thanks to our production team for introducing us. Thanks, Seth. We had a great conversation with him. I have to say that a lot of the terminology he was using was really difficult for my brain to handle, but I loved it. It was challenging. And 
he, if you want to Google him and look him up, you please do. We'll put a little link in our show notes for him, but he's going to be a guest on our show and he's going to take us on an even deeper dive and share a lot of the stories of people who have done what we've just discussed and how it's affected their lives. Yeah, we're really excited about it. And it's so yeah. funny that it just it fell in our lap as we were already doing this. So serendipity, <laughs> real thing. So right. be on the lookout for that next episode. We hope yeah. that this helps clear the channel for you a little bit. Be brave, dive in. It, it, you'll feel the calming effect. Um, we really encourage you to give it a shot. And we'll be taking on more topics in this uh, in this pillar, if you will, for our future shows. Love it. Thanks, Ed. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show, gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.